on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast. Revenge tastes so sweet. Stay tuned. Season 4, episode 38 of the Bolts Broadcast. Mike Mitchelson and Chase Croshaw with you today. Chase, how are you on this lovely Saturday afternoon? I'm doing great on this lovely Saturday afternoon. How about you? Uh, doing fantastic. Feeling great. Uh, wasn't really looking forward to the big game for a while, but uh, I mean, as it gets closer, it's, it's hard not to get excited for it, even though my team got screwed out of it. Your team got screwed out of it. Huh. Maybe hey, check the NFL what? script. It'll tell you. Well, then they didn't get screwed. Then then that, that was just the NFL script playing out the way it needed to be played. Well, the if, thing is, is they went last second changes. They At halftime, they went up to the editing room, flipped it around, and they told the refs, but they didn't tell the Bengals. So. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's exactly what happened. <laughs> I mean, I have been in a script writing class before and that's exactly how it works oh okay okay you, you guys you guys were one of the writers for the nfl uh not for the nfl um usfl not the usfl either oh boo um uh, like a flag football <laughs> league but i mean it's it's still the same it's basically the same it was preparing you for that future pro job exactly well anyways on today's episode of the bolts broadcast we are recording a little bit early because of the big game um, I mean, Chase, we can say Super Bowl. It's the big game, Mike. Because you know why we can say it? Why? Because we don't get paid through like a platform that can get demonetized. We get paid by our lovely sponsors. So we, Word. we can say it all we want. But Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> you looking forward to it? Yeah, of course I am. It's final football game of the year, even if it was... The last two teams I wanted to see there, you know, compared to who was, I mean, really other than the Cowboys, I guess, the so two of the last three teams that I wanted to see there, um, I'm still looking forward to it because it will be an entertaining game. Mahomes will be hopefully a little bit healthier. Taylor Hurts will be out there zooming. So like, it, it's going to be good. I, I think it's going to be one of the more entertaining Super Bowls in a while. I truly do think it's going to be a close game, too. Recent Super Bowls have been kind of, kind of a mess. Basically, the only one that was like, you know, like close, super exciting, entertaining recently, in my opinion, would be the 20 to three comeback. Mm-hmm. Um, so like this one will be, you know, this one sh- should be better, I think. So I, I really don't imagine any other team or any team winning by more than three scores. I'm really excited for it. And or three, three points. Sorry, not three scores. Three point like a, like a 37, 34. Yes, exactly. Script was leaked. It was. So make sure to go hammer that everybody. Uh I did see a report today that the Eagles are expecting to pay Jalen Hurts over $50 million per year. As of right now, do you see him as being worth that amount? And what can he do in this game to prove that he's worth that amount? I mean, when Super Bowl MVP, and maybe I'll start thinking about it, but it's hard to say that any you know athlete is worth taking up that large of a chunk of their team salary because – at the end of the day, you know, you still got all those other spots to fill. And, you know, 50 mil will be about 22% of the salary cap this, this upcoming season. And that's a lot of chunk to eat because 
you got 52 other p- players that you got to pay that are on your active roster. Like, yeah, that's that's not and that's, that's that's not you know an easy thing to do when you got other star players. It's the same argument you know as having Carmen Tave and Leon Drysaddle getting paid so much. They're using like 27 percent of their team salary cap. Like it, it's it makes it hard to build around them. So is he worth it? I don't know. Like a Patrick Mahomes type is definitely worth it because you've seen what he does with like the only talent around him is Travis Kelsey and he can still be a dominant player. Can Jalen Hurts do that without AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, Dale Scotter? I, I, I don't know. It's definitely a pretty penny. And going into this game, I feel like the Eagles are the more well-rounded team. They got the players on each side of the ball, whereas the chiefs have Superman at quarterback. So it's going to be an exciting game. Nonetheless, I'm rooting for the Eagles chase. I believe you said that you've got money on the chiefs. So we're going back at it, going back and forth on this one, but it's going to be a good game nonetheless. I'm literally just rooting for my money. Whoever, like, whichever team wins, if I didn't have money on it, like, I'm, I'm not going to really feel one way or the other. Um, I So I'm at this point just strictly rooting for the money. Okay, there we go. Well, on today's episode of the Bolts broadcast, doing a little game review, game preview. We'll get into that right now. But after the commercial break, we're going to be talking about some trades because we had a big one pop off by, uh, or before, Prior, what am I trying to say? After, <laughs> after our most recent episode, and we got some more, we got some more trade talk uh, as well. So it's going to be a good episode. Let's hop right into the game review, game preview. We started off saying revenge tastes so sweet, and that's because a five nothing stomping of the Avalanche took place on Thursday. Yeah, it was nice to get you know a little bit, a little bit of revenge against our Stanley Cup final um, foes. I guess is the word that I'm going to use here. Um, so it, it was really just a good effort. Anytime you can get that shutout is huge. And you know you got to keep in mind this is also the first Tampa Lightning shutout of the year. It only took what like uh, six thousand games this season. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it it is nice that it finally came. Vasi played well. It's a it's a uh, oh, I was calling Chicago. It's a Colorado team that has gotten super healthy. Um, we, you know, we saw a lot of their star players who've been out most of the year kind of come back and, or slowly start coming back. There was no Kale McCarr, which makes things tough, but you know, you saw Nathan McKinnon, you still saw my boy, uh, Valen Shushkin, you know, it, it's, it's a game that like I thought would have been closer than five, nothing, but you know, we'll take the win, right? Yeah. And on your 51st game, you get your first shutout. Something definitely did not see coming. No, no, it, 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 it it, it definitely was uh, words. That's what it was. I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. We're both struggling for words today, aren't we? Oh, no, I'm not. I'm doing great. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> uh, today's game against the Dallas Stars currently underway. we got 17 minutes, 50 seconds left in the third. It is currently one to one. The Stars are out shooting the Tampa Bay Lightning. But um, if we can just improve in a couple little places, I, I think this is a game we can take home and boost to two games in a row and then we got Colorado again on Tuesday so if we can take them out that'll start another winning streak and that would be great but let's preview those two games we've got Colorado wait, on wait t- wait 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 if we don't win against Scott Wedgwood I'm gonna be pissed all right move on <laughs> uh, we got Colorado on Tuesday and then we have a back-to-back with Arizona on Wednesday. So what do you expect out of these two games? Do we expect another 5 nothing stomping of the Avs or you think this one might be a little closer? I'm surely closer. I can't imagine another 5 nothing win. Um, I, I would be shocked if there's another shutout, especially against such a high-powered team. 
So it should be a closer game, a little um, more entertaining for both sides rather than just one side. It's you know expected to be, I would I would say a nice three to two Tampa Bay Lightning win. You know, a, a one goal margin, um, good battle. I would say the goalies both step up and play you know relatively well, um, and then you know just the star studdedness of the Tampa Bay Lightning beats the weak Colorado Avalanche. See, I was thinking we we're gonna win by a bigger margin in this one. I'm thinking uh, seven to negative two. Oh, you know what? Is this like the <laughs> like the three on three like mode or whatever in, in Chell where it's got like the, the ice pucks? pucks. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. Yeah, I think I think that'll be a, a good win for us. And then we got the Arizona Coyotes who, uh, in their last ten, haven't been as bad as I think we would all think. We're getting four wins out of that, but six games they came away with points. Overall, not a very strong team. Hasn't been a strong team. Basically, since their existence, so I know they had the one year. What was it, 2011, where they made it to the conference championship? But other than it was that, the, like that year was the only time they won a playoff series. Yeah, other than that, they've sucked. So I, I don't expect uh, this game to be as close as the game we have with Colorado. No, I don't either, and I'll be pissed if it ends up going the other way. Which you know, it, it very well might. Yeah, they, they do have Clayton Keller still. Nick Schmaltz having a great year. Lawson Krause has, has 16 goals for some reason. So like they, they've got an they've got some offensive talent that can kind of help out, but the goaltending is nothing you know crazy. Vegmelka has played relatively well so far in his short NHL career, but he just gets peppered so much that eventually you know the, the cracks are going to start showing and you're bound to slip a couple pass. So it it should be a nice safe win for us. Looking forward to this back to back road trip here uh it's gonna be a good time but we're gonna go to a quick commercial break on the other side talking about an official trade and then a speculative trade the action never ends at the DraftKings Sportsbook especially this spring with tons of ways to bet on all your favorite sports you can fuel your fandom and feel the heat of the season like never before Plus, right now, the DraftKings Sportsbook is giving new customers risk-free bets up to $1,000. That's right. Make your first bet up to $1,000, and if it doesn't win, you'll get another shot to cash in. You can throw down on all of the major action for baseball, golf, hockey, basketball, MMA, and more. Plus, with same-game parlays, spreads, money lines, over-unders, and props, Your betting options feel endless. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Make your first deposit and get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code THPN. Only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. This time of year, everyone's talking about making big changes, which is all well and good, but most of the time, pretty unrealistic. I've actually found that the smallest changes to your routine can make the biggest impact. In the same way, you don't have to break the bank to make a big deal purchase. Even the smallest things can be part of a big change if it's something you use every day. Like my Raycons. Raycon is premium audio at the perfect price point, so you can build great habits without breaking the bank. I'm trying to be healthier with a daily walk during my lunch break. The best part about it, using my Raycon earbuds so I can get away from the work scene and just hop into my workout. 
Whether you're looking for a pair of everyday earbuds, low latency gaming headphones, or a speaker with a battery that will last all night at your next party, Raycon's got you covered. And yep, Raycon's start at half the price of other premium audio brands. So you don't even have to choose between products. You can get one of each or a pair and a spare and still pay less than what you would with some of the other guys. Even if you know you'll love Raycon as much as I do, Raycon wants to make sure you feel great about your purchase. They offer buy now, pay later options. Every purchase has an easy and free return guaranteed. My favorite part about Raycons are the noise isolation, awareness modes, and their crystal clear call quality. Ready to buy something small with a big impact? Go to buyraycon.com slash THPN today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash THPN. Shout out to our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for sponsoring the show. They are the reason that we are allowed to say Super Bowl because... Gosh, they're so generous. They're so lovely. And make sure you guys go support Raycon and DraftKings. But, Chase, before we before we go into trades, you sent me a tweet during the break. Tell me that's Photoshopped. You got to tell me it's Photoshopped. No, it's not. But if it makes you feel better, they ended up getting up to 22 shots here um, in the third, the third period now. So what I'm looking at is Calgary had 30 shots with four goals. Buffalo had four shots. With two goals. Shots were yes. 30 to four. That is unreal. Yes, but it is it is still um like what you, what you call it? Like it, it is still a uh, four or not a still. Like I should you know what Mike move on. Move on. Move, move on. But Buffalo Sabres still have two goals. I <laughs> I hate myself. <laughs> All right. Well let's talk about the Tarasenko trade. Uh Vladdy going over to the Rangers. I mean, he was a name that was in conversation. I don't think we thought of him as, you know, being that one or two option. We, we've thought about other guys before Tarasenko, but sure enough, he gets dealt. And I saw people saying, if we keep going at this pace, we're not even going to have a trade deadline because all of the big trades are occurring, you know, a month ahead of the time. Yeah, they are, which is, which is nutty, but... Also kind of fun. I still want there to be a fun NHL trade deadline because it's you know, been a while since it's been a huge one. If you look at what the NBA does, it's all huge. Because really, you're not trading for anybody like it's minor too often in the, in, the, in the NBA. So you're trying to make big trades. I wish the NHL was more like that. I wish we saw Eric Carlson, Timo Meyer, you know, Vladimir Tarasenko, Patrick Kane, Dylan Mark, and maybe all of them just traded on trade deadline day. Like That, that would be super exciting. But reality is that doesn't happen. Bigger names are usually traded earlier on because you want to take the time to make sure you get the deal done. Yeah, absolutely. And Tarasenko, he gets traded for a conditional first. What else was a part of that package, Chase? A fourth round pick, no conditions, forward Sammy Blay and defensive defensive prospect Hunter Skinner. Not too bad. And that first is whatever the uh, between the Rangers and the Dallas Stars because the Rangers have both of those picks. Whichever one is the lowest of the two, that'll head over to St. Louis. What do you think about the trade overall? Do you think that I, – I know there's always talk that if you trade stars, for example, the NBA. We saw Kevin Durant get dealt recently. 
You trade a star, no matter what you get in return, it doesn't add up. Do you still consider Tarasenko a star? Do you think that the Rangers win this deal, or do you prefer the side of St. Louis? I don't think the whole star thing is the case in, in the NHL because, yeah, it, like it helps having a generational player. But again, going back to Edmonton, like we, you know, it just kind of talked about before. You know, between McDavid, Drysdale eating up so much cap space. They still haven't really gotten anything done. They haven't gone to a cup final. They haven't won a cup. So just because you have a star player doesn't really mean you're going to dominate. So in hockey, since there's so many spots filled and it is such a team game, you don't have to rely on a quarterback or whatever. Trading star players isn't the end of the world. This is a solid return for St. Louis in terms of what they're giving up, a guy that wasn't going to come back. And if Tarasenko does resign with New York or they win a cup, then it's a great trade for New York. If he walks, then, you know, it, it sucks. But at least, you know, at least they took a shot, got a, got a star player, and they, and they did the best they could, you know, right? Yeah, and I was just playing my GMO challenge, and it was Edmonton versus Toronto in the cup finals, went to a game seven. And I'm just thinking I would hate to see Edmonton and Toronto in the Stanley Cup multiple times, but it would be a really fun rivalry to see McDavid versus Matthews continuing to compete going back and forth at it, similar to, um, you know, Crosby and Ovechkin. We got to see it a lot. It didn't come in the Stanley Cup Finals, but we did see it a lot in, you know, the second or third round. So I think it would be cool to see Matthews and McDavid battle it out, but at the same time, do I really want either of those teams actually winning the Cup? No. No, those those are markets that, that we don't want to watch them, them to be happy. Like, like eh, it's okay, we can move on. All right, Chase, well, let's talk about Patty Kane, I assume. I, you put Kane disappointed. Yeah, I, I, I thought you were going to like the way you – I assume. It's not like I thought you were going to continue nope. on with that. But, yeah, it's just it's just involving the Terry Sengwood deal. Uh, so there was something saying that, you know, Patrick Kane, if he were to get moved um, – like this is a quote, you know, something from that I read. You know, if, if he were to get moved, like based on these speculations, that was definitely a spot that he was hoping he would have gone to. Um, so it makes him a, a little sad and probably makes him less likely – be willing to accept a trade, you know, maybe now he like maybe Buffalo's a team he'd still consider just because like, you know, it's an area he's from. But at this point, if someone wants to make a deal for him, I don't know where he accepts a deal to. Cause like his number one spot's just gone now. Yeah. I, I would like to see him in Buffalo. I don't know how much they have to give up though. A lot. See, it sucks that, that Jack Hughes got hurt. Um, you know, recently he's going to be out for a couple of weeks, but I would. I, I don't know if they would ever do it, but just see Jack Hughes play on a line with Patrick Kane like that, and Jesper Brat. That that would be fun. That, that's one I want to root for. But I know it's not going to happen. Yeah, would have been really exciting. Speaking of exciting, Eric Carlson in trade talks. There is rumors a little while ago that possibly Edmonton as a landing spot. Those rumors have now started to pick back up. Um, I think it was who was it on Twitter? Chris Johnson. Yeah. He tweeted out that, uh, yes, Chris Chris Johnston, word is San Jose Sharks and the Oilers have re-engaged on Eric Carlson trade discussions. There are considerable financial hurdles on both ends, but it's at least the second time this season they've explored a potential fit. We talked about it prior to coming on to the show, Chase. You don't think this is the best idea for Edmonton? No, not really, because either they're, you know, they're, like, obviously, San Jose is going to retain half salary, but Edmonton still finds like cap space, so they're going to give up somebody who is a you know a current roster player for them, 
on top of giving up extra capital. So say they gave up like a Tyson Berry and they also had to throw in draft picks or prospects like, you know, it's tough. I get that adding Carl Carlson would be huge, but it kind of pigeonholes them, you know, potentially for the rest of his career. If he starts dropping off, you know, he's having a great year and I think he could continue to do so. But I don't know if he's the guy that takes him over the top. It just, it just doesn't feel like that for some reason. I think they need to find a better goalie and then a little more depth. But it, it just, you know, it, like these proposed trades that I've seen, uh, they all seem like, like tough ones to swallow for, for Edmonton. You know, whether it be like, you know, Barry and much stuff or I see like Eric Bouchard um, or Evan Bouchard. Jeez, I don't know how like Eric from Evan Bouchard, like first round picks. Yes, Willie Arby, Dylan Holloway all together. It's like it's, it's a lot to give up. Ah. I don't know. I don't know if I could if I could pull the trigger there. And if you took over the San Jose Sharks, you would be looking to get rid of Eric Carlson. That seems pretty clear. You're trying to go through that rebuild, but who would you? Who would be a team that you could actually see paying out the price for Eric Carlson and you know being okay with it? Because, like you said, Edmonton doesn't seem like the best idea. What kind of teams would it be a good idea for? You know, another team that we talked about already um, with uh, involved in, involving Patrick Kane, I just I feel like Buffalo is a good fit because I think they're a team that's finally got all the pieces in place and they just got to take that next step. And Eric Carlson would be a good person to help them take that next step. Whereas Edmonton's already taken that next step. They just need to take the final step. And for some reason, Eric Carlson, to me, just doesn't feel like the final step. Whereas Carlson takes the next step. Buffalo, Rasmus Dahlin takes the final steps, becoming the full-on superstar he is. Tate Thompson keeps rolling. Dylan Cousins having a great year. UPL starts dominating in, in the again the net there. I think that that could make them a legitimate you know competitor every year. Okay, so you don't think Eric Carlson should go to a contender, but rather a wild card team that could turn themselves into that contender. That's what makes more sense for me. If if there's a contender that can make it work without giving up significant roster pieces, great. But I just don't know which ones can do that. Makes sense. Love the insight. Let's not talk about Evgeny Malkin as he hits 1,200 points. Uh, it was I saw a video where Brian Rust was very aware of the milestone, and uh, right after, um, I think he pointed at Evgeny Malkin because I think it was an assist, um, giving him credit. He just immediately turned around like, oh, shit, I got to get the puck. And <laughs> it, was, it was a cool little, cool little video there, but Gino, one of the best of all time, hitting that 1,200 milestone is awesome. Yeah, that's good for him. You know, always been a guy that's been overshadowed. Second overall pick in his draft class, second center behind Sidney Crosby. You know, like always just the second best player on his team. But the numbers don't lie. He's been a very dominant NHLer his whole career. And we saw that your Crosby is out. He, you know, he won the Art Ross. He dominated. So it's it's cool that he can continue showing that. You know, he's that dude. He's that player. He's still rolling. And I think I'm always gonna have a gripe with the top 100 NHL players that came out that had the likes of Duncan Keith and Jonathan Taze, but didn't have Evgeny Malkin. Yeah, that was, that was nutty. Like, I get Jonathan Taze was great in the moment, but looking back at Jonathan Taze's overall career, is he, like, top 200 at this point? Evgeny Malkin, you're saying? No, no, Sorry? no, Jonathan Taze. Oh, Jonathan Taze. I said Evgeny Malkin. I was saying, what are you talking about? But I, I mean... If you're counting like the cuffs and his leadership ability, all that stuff, sure. But like just the pure hockey, I don't know, man. It felt very recency bias. You know, they're coming off three cups. He's the captain. He's played very well. Gets into the list, but 
I mean, the past couple of years, he he has not looked like the Jonathan Taze we saw in the early 2010s. Correct. All right, finally, Rasmus Anderson, unfortunately, gets hit by a car. Yeah, this was a, this was a random one to see. He was riding a scooter while in Detroit, um, you know, leading up to their game against the Red Wings. Just one of those electric scooters, I'm assuming. Got hit by a car. Um, from what sounds like there's no serious injuries, kind of day-to-day. I'm sure he's super sore, um, hard to do a lot. I, I have never been hit by a car, but I can't imagine it feels great and probably don't feel great for the next few days at least afterwards. But sounds like there's nothing he needs to worry about long-term, which is good. Yeah, in downtown Detroit, not really an area with a ton of speed. So um, I, I think that definitely helped in the fact that there was no serious injuries because you go somewhere else where speed limits are a lot higher. That could have been really scary, but thankfully downtown Detroit, very slow moving area. Once you get real down there for sure. All right. Well, that's going to do it. We're going to go to a hockey name of the day. Now we've got Dario Fuchner. Oh, I thought you were going to use a swear. No, 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 not me. Very proud of you. Dario Fuchner is his name. F U C K N E R. So our boy Dario, he is a, 23-year-old German forward, uh, no longer playing. Spent a couple of years playing in the youth Italian leagues. But a year in the U16, a year in the U18, and a year in the U19. As a forward, combined for four total points throughout his that'd be 36 games. Um, obviously, as I said, he's retired. Who knows what he's doing now? Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, maybe we can find him. Maybe we can get him on the show. Yeah, who knows? Uh, I know two great Darios now. Oh, Mr. Fuchner, and then Dario Naharis out of Game of Thrones. Shout out anyone who watched that. Ooh, what a series. Okay. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for the show. I want to thank you so much for coming out and giving it a listen. Chase, if you could, hit him with an outro. As always, I'd like to thank you guys for listening. You can follow us on Twitter, at Bolts Broadcast. It's at Bolts Broadcast. You can follow the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter, at HockeyPodNet. That's at HockeyPodNet. While you're at it, go follow WMP on Twitter, at WMP Sports Pod. That's WMP Sports Pod. Make sure the Hockey Podcast Network, you can find all the podcasts right there. That was not really English. Boom, click the logo. Listen, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Wherever you're listening, raise five stars. Send us your questions, comments, concerns. We'd appreciate it. Do not forget to support our friends over at DraftKings and Raycon. Thanks so much for stopping by. We'll talk to you next time. 